They have a Rancor. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Wizard episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And we are back with Boba Fett, the Book of Boba Fett, Season 1, Chapter 3, The Streets of Mos Espa. Do, do, do. We gotta add that next. Do, do, do. Yeah, that is a good soundbite. I, yeah. I gotta track one down. Yeah, or just but yeah. copy what I did. Just yeah, so not not a long episode compared to last week. Last week we Sadly. got we got a buffet of Boba Fett. Buffet, a ba, a, buffet, a, a boba <laughs> a, a, feast. <laughs> that was terrible. A boba that Fett, feast? boba Fett. Yeah. Bo- yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so we might as well just jump right into it. But uh, sure, what you were want. your overall thoughts of Chapter Three? <clears throat> My overall thoughts on Chapter Three. I liked it. Yeah. I I know that it's as what I've seen on the interwebs. Interwebs. Like like I know that it's not a as popular opinion. It's a lot of people don't actually like this episode. I'm interested to see what you have to say, but for me I liked it. I liked that we weren't in the dream state the whole time. <clears throat> I thought there's certain parts that I was like freaking out about, and I thought I <laughs> freaked out more in this episode than I did last episode. So I liked it, but like you said, I I was kind of bummed that it was a little short. Like it was like the same length as the, the first episode, and um, it's gonna feel crammed from here on out. I think unless they go longer, like if they don't do more like fifty minute episodes, it might feel a little crammed. Because, what, there's only four episodes left? Right. And I feel like we haven't really done much. I don't know. I think that they're going to jump into the climax because obviously we now know who the the bad guys are and what the conflict's going to be. And so I think now that we're at that, I think it's going to start... It's going to move quickly through a lot of stuff. And so yeah, the, short, and the shorter episodes aren't going to matter because we're going to jump into conflict pretty quick, I think. You think so. we're going to get a little less flashbacks? Um, I think next episode we'll get a lot more. Well, the next episode, isn't that the episode that Dave Filoni's doing? Uh, I, th- I thought that was episode five. Well, Chapter five, well, but I'm not chapter sure. Chapter five of... The last season of Mandalorian. Well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, I'm just saying maybe that's what you're thinking. This maybe we'll get Ahsoka. <gasps> that's what people have said. Nah, it's not going to happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> or a Luke or something. We could get, I, I theorize we're going to get Thrawn this season in some way. And so 
what maybe Thrawn is leading the Pikes or something, and well, there like people. That. Some people are saying that the Pikes are actually not in charge. It's a different crime syndicate that's actually running it. But I feel like that's just know. too much more explaining, and I yeah, think too it's much more stretching. But <clears throat> anyway, my overall thoughts. I thought, yeah, what are yours? I thought it was good, not great. I think that better than um, episode one. Oh yeah, that that was okay. terrible. Oh, episode wow. one was terrible. <laughs> every every time but, we talk, I feel like it gets worse and worse for you. So every time last week I thought it was amazing. No, episode one. I think every single time we talk, when I mention episode one to you, your oh. hate for it gets higher oh, and higher. There's, there's that. But uh, <laughs> so I think this was a lot of setup, a big setup yes. episode oh. for a lot of things, which isn't a bad thing. So. Um, I, I appreciate for what the episode is, but compared to last week, it's hard to keep it at that same level. So obviously I knew that was probably going to step back a little bit this episode, but well, uh, and I kind of knew too, as soon as I saw the time, like as soon as I saw that it was a shorter episode, I kind of figured it wasn't going to be as like story driven as much of just like setting like, oh, yeah, it's not going to finish. Sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. last episode was super story-driven. It was really intense, and the visual was really good, right? And this one, it kind of seemed like they're trying to kind of narrow it down, and then next week, maybe we'll get another long one that is, like, more intense with the fighting and stuff. But I feel like we got a lot of action in this episode compared to a lot of the other ones, right? which I did enjoy. Right. Some people like, didn't like it, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty intense. So, Right. But uh, we can probably just jump into scene by scene. Um, sure. So starts out with, uh, what is the droid's name? 8D8. 8D8. Given Which, a little... did, did we ever mention that he's the droid that burns the feet did. of the... I think we did mention that first chapter. Okay. Very briefly. But yes, he's giving a a presentation. A hologram presentation of uh, how it works, how the, the crime, crime syndicate, how all the the city of Mas Espa is divided. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did get a lot of ex- explanation about what's actually going on. So yeah. we did it. We were right in that. We kind of what we said in the previous episodes that Bib Fortuna was more just of like a, a pawn. Yeah, yeah, face for the huts, and so uh, I really like that they explained that that he was just kind of there, and he created a three group alliance mm-hmm. where Espo was broken up into, and so I thought that was interesting. That well, and it it makes sense. Like that's kind of what I kind of figured from last episode. Because why would the huts huts come now and not before? Right. Like, but it seemed like they had more control before, and that's why. But at the same time, like that is like the one of the first times I've ever predicted something right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty excited for that one. When I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I did something." <laughs> Normally, I predict something that's like way off and right. not even close. So. And so uh, I forget. So one was like the, the city center was controlled by the Trandoshans. Mm-hmm. Then there was a worker center, I think, and then one other. The one on the district. top of the. Yeah, another district. And so there's mm-hmm. three of them. There's kind of working as a, a loose alliance. And 
what did they say about the mayor? That kind of the mayor just kind of he kind of took. Kind I of, think he just profited. Pro- yeah, that's right. Profited off. Yeah, all that. So he was just pretty much pocketing money off of the whole situation. Right, and so uh, while they're discussing these alliances, um, an individual comes seeking to talk to Boba, and he's a a moisture. He sells water, well, not a farmer. He's he's kind of like moisture a moisture salesman, salesman broker. He said broker, I think. Yeah, so kinda, I think kind of middleman selling Uncle water. Uncle Owen sells his water to him, and then he sells R-I- it for higher. IRP, uh, Uncle Owen. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, but he comes in and he's like, "There's the street gang of punk kids. They're they're messing with me. They owe me money. Blah blah blah." If you come and take care of them for me, I'll pay you double my tribute. So, Boba, he, you gonna say something? Nope. Oh, so he goes to investigate, and he finds these, these punk youth on their fancy motorcycles. What do you think about those oh. motorcycles? Okay, that was the one thing. I you know, hated I get those speeders. I thought yeah. they were so ugly. Yeah, they did not like really them. feel like Star Wars at all. That was like the one thing I was talking about. Like, dude, these speeders gotta go. That girl had like, how many backup mirrors do you need? Okay, how many side mirrors do you? You don't need seven side mirrors. Like, what angles are you trying to see right now? It, like, it it just didn't. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Like, it's not necessarily they didn't look like Star Wars. They just didn't look like they should be on Tatooine. Or that, yeah, because they look too shiny. Yeah, too I clean. Could, I could picture them on. Coruscant. Like, I'm Coruscant, sure that yes. if we go back and watch stuff from Clone Wars and the prequels, well, like, and like, there's probably more cycles that look similar. Shiny. Real, like, right after I watched it, I looked up some, like, reviews and stuff, and people were saying that this whole group, like, they don't really feel like they should be on Tatooine. Like, if they saw them on Coruscant, they wouldn't even bat an eye. Like, right. everything about them, and like, they just don't feel like they belong on Tatooine, and maybe they're not from Tatooine. Right. Like, Maybe they are from Coruscant and they got pushed out to the Outer Rim and they landed on Tatooine. True. And but like, yeah, their speeders didn't match Tatooine at all because they're all like bright, like yellow, red, and light sky blue, and like right. nothing on Tatooine is colorful at all. Not even Boba Fett's armor is like colorful. It's like, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like it just nothing. It just fell out of place. Like. The most color we get on Tatooine are people's skin. And that's about it. Like the porgs. Or not, not the, the porgs. porgs. <laughs> yeah. But they're pink. They're I mean, they're not pink, they're green, you know what I mean? Like so. Right. But but uh Yeah, so when Boba Fett confronts them, they're like, Well, the guy who sells us the water is overcharging us. That's what they said, uh a mm-hmm. month's wage for a week's worth of water. And then they said, well, we don't even work, so we can't even pay. And so Bob is like, well, if there's no work for you, he can work for me. And then the guy comes running out. Hey, 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 hey. What's we you, had a who, deal. Who's that actor? He looks super familiar to uh, me. Steven Root. And he's I, in like a lot of other. I'm sure he is. I, I recognize him. I don't know what show or movie he's most known for, but I recognize him. And I was like recognize him right away he's not good he's a pretty good actor i like him like he's right. felt fine so 
he comes out and he's like, they owe me 1,500 credits. And then Bo is like, 1,500? like, fine, 1,300. And he's like, but even for water, he's like, that's way too much. So mm-hmm. that's, so I've been 1,300 credits for a week's worth of water. That's a which, lot. Which I think, like, they buy a, a clone trooper right off the line was like, 6,500 credits. <laughs> so, like, that is a lot. Like, you're all, like a third of a way there, but, or a quarter of a way there buying a, a clone trooper. So, um, just for water. Just for water. So, it's definitely overcharging. And Bob is like, all right, I'll give you $500 and call it even, lower your prices, blah, blah, blah. And the guy is like, fine, whatever. Well, then, he, he didn't say fine. He seemed pissed. Well, yeah, but he's like, there's nothing you can do. Well, I mean, but. He could be talking to other people. You know what I mean? Like, he went to Boba, and he would... When he talked to Boba, he kept saying, like, I am disappointed in everyone else. Like, they don't trust you. They don't think you're strong enough and stuff like that. And then when Boba kind of stabbed him in the back kind of right away, I feel like he's going to be talking to the Pikes or someone more. Like, he is not on Boba's side anymore, and he was not happy. Well, no one's on Boba's side other than the people he recruits, so... Which literally up to that point, why they're walking through the night and like before they met them, I was like, he needs more than four people. Like, right. like he only has three people that are helping him and he's trying to rule this entire place. Like, that's so unrealistic. Even in Boba, like, I'm sorry, you need you need backup. And then he got it. I was like, OK, yeah, this works. I'll take care of that. Right. So. He pays the guy, and then the gang goes off with Boba back to the mm-hmm. palace. And, and then she, this, uh, what's it? Not android, uh, cyborg, we should call them, I guess. They're kind of. Uh, no, okay. They, that guy over exaggerated. Their, I mean, they, they all had like. He fake said they're arms. half, half human, half robot. Or yeah. Whatever. I'm like. Okay, she had a fake arm. Okay, so did Luke. Does, does that make Luke? Uh, I mean, I, uh, maybe. half robot, half human. No, I, and then one guy had a fake leg. One guy had a fake eye, and then the well, other the, guy. I the don't guy know. had a fake leg and a fake eye, and he had like a thing that came out of his arm. The guy that had the fake eye, he was the one that would kick the speeder or whatever, and he had a fake. Guy? Yeah, it was the same guy. And he had a fake leg, and then he like cut it with his fake arm. Like he had like a spike came out of his hand or something. Wow. Well, the, the a guy with the trench coat had like, uh, like a flame cutter thing, mm-hmm. torch thing, but I don't know. Either, anyways, he definitely exaggerated their their yeah for sure. But also so, like that was a girl that Andrew was speculating when that was from the right. Everyone was game. was were uh, speculating so. Now I'm gonna butcher the name. Aelin Vell is what what the legends or that the EU would have been. It was mm-hmm. Boba Fett's daughter. Oh. And so, but this character's name is Drash. And so it's not maybe they could maybe. make it his daughter, just a different name. Or maybe that's her nickname. Yeah, or like... nickname. So uh we definitely as of right now, it, she is. it doesn't seem like it's the same person. Right. But 
the whole time I'm like, this chick looks definitely like Jin or so. Like this is like Jin or so's little sister or something. Like the whole time, I, the same, I can the same, see that. It looked exactly. What's the actress's name? Um, uh, I'm so. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she's amazing. But it just reminded me of her the whole time, and so it was kind of distracting throughout the episode. But, <laughs> I didn't see that until you just said that. But either way, she was she was a good actor, though. Uh, I liked F- her. Felicity Jones, right? Felicity, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes it looked like her, but it's not the same person because obviously. R.I.P. Jin or so died like ten, five years earlier or ten years, years earlier. Or ten years earlier, earlier, but but at least she got a final hug before she died. Right, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Cassie and Andor too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, the the gang goes with Boba, and then Boba goes into his back to tank, and he has another memory dream sequence and so he uh is riding a bantha which i thought was pretty cool i was like I, oh it was pretty dope i liked it a lot yeah so he's on the bantha and he leaves the the tuscan raider village really? and he goes off to moss helgo which is the town from the mandalorian season two with the right. the marshal and all that stuff so um, well, and, and you you saw the girl who the mechanic with the, the mechanic with the little pit droids or whatever. Pit droids, yep. And so then that uh, was kind of like they were cool. try, they're trying to be super obvious. Like, look at yes. this person right here. Hey, well, she look. He looked over and it's like you guys recognize her, right? Yeah, so, it was just they could have. Also, I think something that we didn't mention last week because we weren't. 100% sure, but you were right in the sense that that was um, Tasi Station. Oh, that's kind of what I heard. I didn't look it up, but and those, those are two, the friends of Luke those are that Luke's are friends. in the deleted scene. So, yes. so that's, that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. And yeah. that girl was Luke's crush. Was she? Yeah, like in the, I guess in the comics or the book, uh, that was Luke's crush, and Luke wanted to marry her, and then the whole New Hope stuff happened. So. Dang, maybe. What if she had a a kid and it's Luke's kid and he's force sensitive? <gasps> oh, you heard it here kid? first, folks. Broom kid. Bro- Ooh, what if oh. broom kid is definitely? <laughs> oh uh, gosh, stop! But, uh, <laughs> You'd be way older. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they're in Mos Pelgo, which is interesting because so he's walking through Mos, Mos Pelgo and they're putting the. The stormtrooper helmets on spikes, um, and so this is, you know, literally within probably weeks or months after Episode Six. So the Empire has fallen at this point. Well, and so I'm and, wondering if he even this, knows what happened. Oh, he's been point. stuck in the desert the whole time. True, because he did look at him, but it's also the same kind of scene where, like, when Mando got there in season one, he saw those. Spike, yeah, but he already knew that because he was in town. Well, I know, but like, operated in town, but like, but you know, I mean, yeah, I really want to know if if he even knows at this point that the empire has fallen. Well, I mean, Um, if he saw that, he knows they fell. Well, not necessarily because just the troopers just weren't there at the time, so like, they could just been people that killed that killed, but that's a good point because one, he he was in the starlight pit before they fell, 
And then the guy who has his armor currently in this in the back timeline. Right. He got it like right after they fell. Right. And so it was like the night before, right? Or something like or the night after. Or the night of. He got No, beat no, it was later. He got it like a few days later, I think. Yeah. But I feel like at this point Cobb Vanth has already had, I don't know. It's hard to say. I wish I wish we got a little more story about where Cobb Vanth is at this point in this timeline. Mm-hmm. But because the Pikes are operating in that town, yeah, and so obviously, like I don't know, say they're in charge of the town, running the town, but there was there didn't seem to be Pikes. In Mos Pelgo, when Cobb Vanth took over the town. Well, because they want to be the there, the Empire were there. Right. Right? Right. The Empire's dead. So, but I'm saying before those that, ra- they were. Be- but those raiders came in after yes. the Empire fell because there was a power vacuum. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and more and more, I need to go back and watch, but more and more, I think they're the same. They are. They're the same ones. I look the same ones. So they're like the same people. They're the same uh, ones that mess up with Cobb Vance and stuff like that. So, so so I wonder if maybe because Boba Fett did know that Cobb Vance had his armor because he says that. Yes. So maybe we'll learn him like hearing that someone liberated his armor, liberated the town, and he kind of goes and investigates. Yeah, I think at some I think we'll see that conclusion or maybe even see Cobb Vamp using the armor and Boba's just watching from the distance. It'd be cool if we like the last like flashback we saw was him seeing Mando take it. Like from a different angle, like a different view. Maybe That'd be really cool. Yeah, it seems like it's the story on that side is getting really, really small. Like we kinda know the outcome, like it's getting there. Right. But yes, so anyway, uh, Boba Fett, he goes and tracks down where the Pikes are hanging out because he finds out they're operating in town. And he goes and talks to the lead Pike. And so uh, there is a disagreement on protection fees because the Pikes guy talked to his superior and they're like well we understand that protection fees in the outer rim are just part of the business like everyone has to do it if they're going to run business out there and we already have um protection and my superior does not want to pay two groups for protection mm-hmm. and so it was very it wasn't i don't like to say there's like a lot of tension but it was very like the pikes were kind of like if you take care don't. of this one problem, then we'll pay you pretty much. Well, no, it was more like we don't need your help. Like he oh, didn't, they yeah. didn't. I felt like they didn't want to Boba Fett to force their hand to submit to him, because then it's like he's controlling them rather than them controlling their protection. So yeah, but he says, "All right, I'm going to resolve this issue," implying that he's maybe going to go take out the. The raiders or the gang because there's more of them than there is the raiders 
Yes, he did mention it, yes. Um, but did you also rec- notice, so in this episode, in like the, the, the present day flashes, or the present day part story compared to the flashbacks, the Jawas had different color eyes. No. I noticed that. So in the the present timeline, they have their yellow eyes, but in the flashbacks, they have their red eyes. So they messed up. Maybe they didn't mess up. Maybe because what's the thing that they're off tattooing their red eyes? Yeah, off-world Jawas have red eyes because the way the the other suns essentially it has to do with the sun light. And is this canon? This is they, canon. This well, apparently it's not. Well, apparently someone messed up. And remember in the first episode, I'm like, I like that they put in detail and they showed us that they had yellow eyes and they messed up. They missed the detail. They did not mess up. Could there someone, you go. <laughs> someone had to go in there and manually put in glowy eyes, probably. They didn't have... Probably have no eyes. And someone pushed the red button instead of the yellow button. So Nah, I don't think it's that, <laughs> that simple. I don't but, know, I gotta look back. I didn't see that. Cause no, because I was thinking, what if it's the planet that they're born on, they have yellow eyes, and if they go to a different planet, it's red eyes. No, from what, like, if you read, I forget what what book it is, but it's one of those, like, guidebooks, and they talked about off-world Jawa's eyes being different colored. They're, they're red, off-world, and well, does, inland. Are they... Are they only yellow on Tatooine? Like, according to canon, yes. So are they? But I'm trying to think. But they're not originally from Tatooine. They are. So the Raiders, Tuscans, there, and the Jawas are natives to Tatooine Tatooine, from correct thousands and thousands of years before. When Tatooine had water, lots of it. I should say. When the do sea was water was a mm. sea. Well, we'll have to dive into that. Off, we should. That would be we, we should. But I did world. notice that I knew you were gonna have something to say about that. So I, I was didn't wondering see if that. You I, now I'm going to pull it up at some point. Yes. Could be your T V. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I don't got a four K T V like you, Drew, watching well, well, you didn't even watch it on 4K. I didn't actually, though. I watched it on my monitor, but um, I'll let you know tonight when I rewatch it on my 4K TV. All right, but uh, so he leaves the Pike base, and he's walking to going through the desert on the Bantha again, back to town, or, mm-hmm. or sorry, to the village, Tuscan village, mm-hmm. and you see smoke. Now, I thought he was gonna come across another little settlement. And they got attacked oh. by the same groups, and he's gonna fight them there and get information. Or Me too. I thought it was like someone. another village or like a settlement, or maybe like even back at like Tassi Station. You know, like maybe right. went back there, but nope, not the case at all. But so he gets back to the Tuscan camp, and it's been completely destroyed and burned down. And everyone was killed. And that was super sad. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. R.I.P. 
the chief. Now, did we see the girl? Yeah, that was the one that did a close up on. I thought that was the chief. No, the close up on was the warrior chick. I thought that was the chief, not the chick. No, because the chick has the long dreads. Yeah, and those dreads are there with the red it. top. That oh, was definitely the warrior chick. Because then he grabs his, her staff and throws it in the fire. I think yeah, it's the same I, staff. Yeah. Yeah. And he grabs the kid's staff and throws it in the fire. That was rough. But I felt like when he was setting the fire, like burning the bodies, it was a small pile of bodies. Like, there's like 30, 40 of them in that tribe, and that pile was only like 10 bodies, and there was other debris. Well, he probably didn't want to make, like, more smoke, so he only burned. He let the ashes. Well, yeah, but he's not. He's gonna follow their tradition and burn them all. No, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he just didn't get all to it yet. But yeah, that that's that little stick was supposed to represent that kid, which was right. just sad. But, but I'm hoping, and, and we like learned to love that group <laughs> so yeah. much last episode, and then like the next episode, they're all dead, and we're like, what the heck? Yeah, I didn't. Because I really was really hoping, because uh-huh. they were implying that he was gonna like join the tribes together and help them lead out. them all and take back Tatooine. Like, and I uh, even thought that they were gonna be the ones to help him. And like even now, like that we find out the Pikes are involved right now, like that would have made the story like a hundred percent complete. But right, R.I.P. Same people. So. Anakin went through there. <laughs> so he walks. So then it's the flashback leads with him walking away with the Bantha from the village. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to him in the back of the tank. And crap hits the fan real quick. <laughs> real fast. Like, so real fast. Black Chrysanthemum rips him out of the Chrysanthemum, Chrysanthemum, whatever. Pulls him out of the back to tank and start beating the crap out of him. Which, how did he get in there? That's what I was wondering. How did he get in did without he, like, being... climbed the wall and went through the window? I don't, I don't know. Like, that didn't... I, mean, I didn't probably. get that. There's a couple things about this that... I didn't get where the heck that girl was the entire time. Well, I think that everyone was just sleeping because it's night. And so they weren't in the same room with him. So if yeah, BK will call him, walks in quietly and sneaks in, like it's not gonna wake everyone up. But like I did, thought it was lame that the guards weren't there right away or like watching over the room. I think he, he scaled the wall and went through the window. I'm gonna go with that. But even then, like you'd think you'd have at least one person in that. He's room understaffed. With him. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, he's he's getting more people. Calm down. He dude. needs to get more faster. He's more trying slacking. his best. He's trying his best. But he, I think he bit off a little bit too much, and he should have came in with a bigger force than just two people. <laughs> right, but uh, yeah. So that fight was was pretty intense because BK is huge. Yeah, and so they're Boba's trying to get to his armor to like get some kind of weapon and. That doesn't work, and so BK he uses his like shock knuckles and messes the him brass up. Brass knuckles with electricity. <laughs> yeah, and so then Boba's able to get his Tuscan staff 
and get some Fantastic, shots in. Yep. But then uh, BK starts bear hugging him to death. I, I heard a little back break. I don't know. He just cracked his back. He's probably had back problems yeah, and you know, he fixed it. So. Yeah, true. Um, it's a chiropractor. That's all that was. Yes. Um, and so while well, he's he, doing this, what? Well, didn't he hit him and like the stick went inside of him, like it stabbed right. him in the back. It was stuck there for a hot for a, minute. A hot minute. I was like, damn. <laughs> and and the, when I was watching the scene, I'm like, there's no way they're going to kill him this quick. Like when he hit him like that, I'm like, no, let's keep this going. I want to keep this going, which they did, but I was. I yeah, I thought he was gonna have more of a, a more of a fight with the Bantha stick, but yeah, um, whatever. But it shows you how strong he is, though. So. Like, right, that boy's a tank. Granted, and, he caught Boba off guard, so right. I think it would be a really different situation if Boba didn't. Right, if he had his armor on, but right. But while he's getting bear hugged to death, that's when the gang comes in and they use all their gadgets to fight so the dash girl or drash girl she stabs him in the like the rib cage and then mm-hmm. one guy is able to have like electro whip type thing kind of like what mandalorians have mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of that tied down one arm the one guy had like a blaster with like purple blaster shots which was interesting like we'd never really seen that before yeah and then I don't know what that other guy was doing. Because <laughs> there's four of them, right? Yeah, one guy was just hanging around. Watching. I don't know. I can't remember what he was doing. But they they put up a good fight for at least a little bit. But then <laughs> then, then our boys come in. The our boys. The Gamorrean guards. They, they rush in. And then that's when I thought BK was a little... All right, now I gotta. These guys can actually put up a fight. So he like, dude, when he spears them down the stairs, I was like, WWE all day. Well, what they should have done is just took a step to the side, then he would have fell down the stairs. And then... <laughs> but they, he speared them both straight down those stairs, and then he took a bite out of ham. He oh, just... bite out of ham. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Those, those squeals were a little mm, unnerving. It like... was pretty cool. But I'm yeah, excited he was... to go rewatch it. But yeah, they were getting messed up, and then uh, Fennec comes in, and finally, that was well, well, the, the 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 gang comes back down and sort of tries to surround him again, him. and then that's when Fennec gets him and pulls the thing, and he falls down into the pit. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that whole fight sequence to come out. I, I, I knew there was going to be a conflict between. BK and Boba, but I didn't think it was gonna be like that. So yeah, I didn't think it would be like, like in the middle of a dream, he gets pulled out of it to this, and I was like, "What the heck are we watching?" Right. And some people are saying that he would have demolished Boba and stuff like that. The thing I didn't like is when Boba came down to see what's what? going on, and he was wearing his freaking robe. I'm like, what, boy, what, like, what do you mean? Just put your armor on. Like, what are you going to do in your robe? Like, what if it wasn't a good okay, situation? You can't put your armor well, on without don't, don't clothes come on. Down and, but don't come down until your armor's on. If he, if he came down in his armor 
and just his underwear underneath, <laughs> it would look way worse. <laughs> but either way, I think he should have just not come down until he got his armor on real fast. Dude, like, like he'd be like, go like, clip it closed and like pinch his skin. Like, ah! Like, <laughs> I just I, thought it was so whack with his stupid robe. I was like, what the heck are we watching? This is dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I, it made sense to me. I, I thought of him way worse if he... Yeah, the chat, the chat saying it's taking it takes a long time to put your armor on. Well, just don't come down until it's on. He could have came down at least his rifle, his gun. Something like, but I'm like, what are you gonna do with a robe? Hey, is everything fixed? As he's like tying his robe, like, (laughs) what are you gonna do, bro? Like, you already bent. I don't know. I just thought it was a little cheesy, like. We'll we'll see Bobo once he has his armor on. Like we don't need to see him in a robe, but whatever. I don't know, but I like that he they they put the detail in there to have him say to the Gamarian guard like get him get the other one into the back to tank. I like that was like a detail that they could have like overlooked and like or didn't care to put in, but like it shows yeah, that he cares it shows about shows that people. he cares about his people. Yep. I did like so, that too. I like that little detail. Said um, put him in there. So. I just don't know if that that boy can fit in that tank. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of extra. <laughs> but you know when you're um, in a tub and the water overflows, depending on how much water you put in, yeah, you might might need to take some water out of that tub. <laughs> yeah, well, I spilled all over the floor. Now they didn't get to properly <laughs> drain, so <laughs> that's fair. But uh, yes. So then after that scene. It goes to Boba and Fennec chowing down on well, some Fennec chowing down lo- local cuisine, and which is Boba is still in his robe. No, he was in his armor. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, because they come right out. Doesn't they come right out to go talk to the twins? No, he goes and change. Uh... I'm gonna pull it up right now because I I I believe he was still. But naked. I don't know. Either way, that was a lot of food for just two people. True. That's and well, maybe those guards were gonna join. What are you saying? Because they're pigs that they're gonna uh, eat and all that. <laughs> That's kind of speciesist of you to assume. Maybe but I uh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> but yeah, so this was. I thought this was Fennec was in a weird. Because usually she's very, like, cautious and, like, we got to show strength, blah, blah, blah. And she was more like, just yeah. eat some food, take a break. He's definitely but, in his robe but, during this scene. Okay, fine. But and Boba's like, no, I need to respond because, you know, everyone doesn't like me, don't trust me. I need to assert my authority, and I just got almost killed. And so I need to respond. And he's because BK is from... The huts. He's like, I gotta respond against the huts in some way. It makes sense. What Bob was saying makes sense. Like, what Fennec was, she's like, I'll just relax until they attack again. Like, why would you do that? Right. But then his his joy comes in eight eight d eight. He's like, the twins are here and they have a a gift for you, which is like what? Like, I don't know. So they. They go out to meet, and man, those people carrying those huts through the whole desert. Dude, okay, at this There's point, no way. Okay, but at, also at this point, if you watch them, that one guy is struggling, dude. They're like, all struggling. The, 
Like, what oh. are they going to do, like, if one of them, like, faints or, like, twists their ankle, they're all going down. And there's no way they're going to pick them, be able to pick them back up. No. Like, what do they do? Like, I don't know. And I love, I love, like, something that we missed last week. He gets this rat, and he uses it as to dry himself. Like, when I first watched it, I thought he was going to eat it, and he never did last week. And then I keep, I rewatched it over the weekend, and I was like, no, he's using this to, like, damp his face because he's sweating. (laughs) Like, this is so stupid, but so funny. (laughs) I noticed that last week, and I just forgot to mention, but I was like, that's really weird that he's doing that. (laughs) But, uh, um. I like it, though. I think it's funny. Yeah, so the huts, they're like they're twins. They're they're clearly like, oh crap, our plan failed, so let's apologize. So like here's we have an apology, like we shouldn't have done that. But like it didn't make sense to me. Like because they want to apologize, okay, fine. But then they were like, We don't want to do business on tattooing, it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Someone's already We've been lied to. Like, it just seemed like it was weird that they they wanted to kill him so that they could have all the power. But then their plan was to leave anyway, unless after the attack they learned that they were lied to by thing. But I don't know. It just seemed like it was a contradictory. Well, I so I think what happened was they already sent him out to go get Boba. Like it seemed like this is like literally the next day this happened. So I think they sent him out to get Boba, and then when it became morning, they realized that Boba or that yeah, he's not coming to. back. And then they also lied to that other people are coming now, and so it's like, well, let's get Boba to be on our friend. And if if he wins, then we have a friend. If not, then we'll deal with this later or something like that. Like. I don't know. It seemed like they didn't realize that it wasn't going to work out. And so they just try to make amends. And it, right. yeah, it's kind of weird, but. But the gift that they offer him, a Rancor. I was so pumped. I was freaking out when it came up the hill. I was like, yes. I so, was pumped. We all knew that was going to happen eventually because last episode is like, oh, it's empty. Like, we don't got one. So, like, we knew that was going to happen eventually, but it was just kind of, like, came out of nowhere. But um, now, a lot of people are trying to say that this is Moochie from Bad Batch, and I don't think it is. I don't think so. Because... People the, in our chat, too, are asking, is this Moochie? I don't... It's it's not... I don't think it's Moochie because for two reasons. One, um, the... The caretaker guy said that he was been has been raising him, that he took him for himself, like he, and so yeah, it's he, like he raised him. But also, it's, it's weird though because they call him a he, but then when he explained it, it seemed like it's a girl, huh? Like, Ooh. is it a boy or girl? The Rancor. Well, I'm assuming as a a male. They never said anything. I thought they said that um the Rancor had, like. It had babies, or it was being bred. No, no, they're saying rancors are bred for fighting. I thought they, for some reason, I thought he said that it was bred. 
Well, it I was mean, bred, but that doesn't mean it's a female. Like you were bred, and you're a male. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so he was raised by the caretaker guy. And but it's, it's, a, it's a boy, then it's not Moochie because Moochie's a girl, right? No, Moochie's a boy. Yeah. No, Moochie was a girl. No, the one that from Return of Jedi is female. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was a boy. I thought Moochie's a girl, but. Anyway, back to what I'm trying to say for like the past yeah. 10 minutes. So the caretaker is raising him from a baby, so one. But two, it seems to imply that the Rancor has never seen a person before. Yeah. I, and Muchi clearly saw all kinds of people. I think that's so, a lie. What? Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, so Boba Fett... You know, wants to goes to, you know, pet the rancor to like become its owner, and uh, the caretaker says that, which I thought was interesting, that the witches of Dathomir used to ride them, which was an interesting tidbit of information. Which I love me some witches of Dathomir. They're I like I like them. We should see some more of them. In Star Wars, um, but but he goes like on to old, say that like EU thing, huh? I think that was like in the EU. I think when we we're for some reason I remember hearing that before that the witches of Dathomir rode them. So. I don't know. I Somehow heard I've that. heard that before. I've never heard that, but uh. The caretaker goes on to say that, yeah, Rancors are bred for fighting, and that's what they're known for, but they're very, like, emotional creatures and have strong connections with their owners. So when the first person they see, they kind of associate as their parent and the one that they're loyal to. And so um, he takes off the eye blinders, and he wakes up and sees Boba Fett. And so there's that. But like kind of what you were kind of implying before, when Boba Fett's leaving, mm-hmm. the assistant or the, the caretaker looks at the Rancor and is like, he'll be back. Yep. And so it's definitely, I don't know. Sometimes they do that in Star Wars where they make it look like there's something else going on and there's not. But I think that there's something else there, which is, do you think that is the huts are up to something or do you think the pikes are up to something with that rancor? I think that the huts are up to something and they're using the rancor to, um, they're, they're implying to get Boba nice to the rancor and then. Yeah. But like, why didn't they kill him right away? Like when you woke up, like cause the master was in there. I I'm not convinced that that thing is that big and has never seen anyone before. Like that doesn't make any sense know. to me. I don't know if if he was a breeder with the the huts, and that's all he was there was to take care of Rancor. Like it might make sense. Yeah, and also Muchi is a girl. It's I looked it up. It's she's a girl. 
saw. Well, is the one from Return of the Jedi a girl too? That I'm, I think so because he said because when he talked about it, he talked about like, like when the guy was crying over it, it seemed like he was like, didn't he say like, she died or something? I don't remember what he said, but I thought it was a girl too. I don't know, chat. Let us know. Yeah, was the Rancor and Return of the Jedi male or female? Yes, that's a good question. I'm not sure on that one. But yeah, Moochie is was a girl. Um. So, Either way, this isn't Moochie, so that's <laughs> right. That's all that matters. Yeah, which they should Every, have made it Moochie. Like everyone wanted it to be Moochie, like, but if this Rancor is bad, we don't want it to be Moochie, though. That is true. Like, what if this Rancor does try to attack Boba a little bit? People are speculating that if it's not bad, that he's gonna ride this through town. <laughs> Which, because he did say he was going to write it. So that would be kind of dope. <laughs> if he's walking through Mos- uh, Spove, like, on top of a raincorn, like, what up? I don't like, have what, these. Like, but what's, like, the point? Just the look, like. Badass? Yes. <laughs> yup. I don't know. <laughs> it's better than having a million guys hold you. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's weird that he wants. I think it's just he wants to be, like, a the makeup for. Like, because he's a Mandalorian. Manta that died? <laughs> no, he wants to, to be yeah. like a mythosaur. Yeah. Make, he's trying to live out his childhood dreams of being the Mandalore riding a mythosaur. He's like, okay, I'll just settle for a rancor. Yeah. Which, we already know I, my big theory for the Mandalorian finale is it's going to end with Din Djarin on top of a mythosaur holding the Darksaber. And that's how it's going to end. So that's my theory. So. But and the rancor, I guess, from episode six is a male. Got that whole thing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, but yes. Anyway, uh, Boba Fett leaves the rancor because he's told that the mayor doesn't want to see him. Is booked for the next twenty days or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so. Boba and Fennec go, or the whole crew goes. So the the game. Oh, we forgot to mention that BK was released into the wild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which he should have just said, "Hey, do you want to join me? Like, be one of my bodyguards?" Like, well, cause he should have. At but the like, end of the day, he's a bounty hunter, and so. Yeah, but he's also for the right price would be a bodyguard. Like, True. he's a bodyguard for the huts. So I was like speculating that I was gonna say in this is that we're getting Black Cosantin because we're getting to know his character because we're gonna see him in the Obi Wan show. That is, people are saying that because he does fight Obi Wan. Yes, and that's how he gets a scar above his eye is from the I think it's the comics. Yeah. That he fought Obi Wan because uh. Uh, Black Uncle Cons- Owen wasn't yeah. paying his water bill. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Tribute. Was, he wasn't playing his tribute, and then so Black Santa went to go get it from Uncle Owen, and then Obi Wan. So I think we're learning that character because we might actually see that fight in live action, which I think would be kind of. Do you cool. think we'll see him again this season? I don't know if we'll see him again in this show, and if we do, maybe he helps out Boba in some way. 
because he had that conversation but was like you want to make sure like as a bounty hunter like you who you work for and like right. stuff like that and so he knew he was a bounty hunter and i think he didn't want to like he's not gonna hire him to be his bout his bodyguard he wants to hire him for bounty hunting so he re- he expects the bounty hunter part i think that's why he didn't ask him to stay with him you know well what i really think is that in order for boba fett and bk to uh to work out their differences they need to sit down and have a cup of coffee what do you think i think there's the only way to, to settle any difference right so the best way to do that is to get a coffee subscription from Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And they just so happen to be our sponsor for this is episode. Is that right? That is right. And I know it's a surprise. This is new. We haven't done this wow. before. But let's just hear a word from our sponsor. Let's do it. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code Empire Radio, that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. So, Boba Fett leaves Rancor and he goes to Mas Espa to meet with the mayor. And like, once again, they're like, ah, oh, he's booked. I don't, know, I don't know what we can do. And so the guy, the Twilight is like, I'm ready for him just to get. Killed. I want him to get like, eated. <laughs> the Rancor eats him. They, he definitely yes. can do that. It's like. Beat him to the Rancor, please. But yes, but well, he technically now he betrayed the mayor, mayor, which we'll get to. But that's, so he that's true. he goes into the office, locks the door, and then Boba and Fennec see that he ran away, and they he gets in his speeder and leaves, and then he then Boba tells the gang on their fancy motorcycles to chase after him. And there's a street race fight chase scene, so it was whatever. Like <laughs> some some people have been complaining that like it looked like they were moving really slow through the streets. Well, it looks like those speeders are slow in general. They don't look like speeders; they look like Vespas. Like <laughs> I think that's probably what it is. It's like because they're like Vespa little things. Like they're not like literally they're like Christmas colors. Like one's like. Christmas green, Christmas red, and yellow and blue, and it's just like, oh, that. This is the one thing I hate about this episode. Like, get rid of these freaking speeders because they do not. 
look good at all. But you're yeah. like the ro- the low riders of speeders. <laughs> you don't like right. I think they have hydraulics, probably. I don't know. But, but yeah, so they chased the mayor's assistant throughout town, and he ends up crashing. And I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but that fruit stand that he crashes into, mm-hmm. I think those are Melu runs. Which are super hard to find and rare, but there's like a whole giant stand of them. So, oh. I think those are Melu run fruit, which is, if you know, that's Hera's favorite Ooh. fruit in Star Wars. Yes, you're right. But yes, so, um, clearly the mayor. So Wait, he crashed. We forgot, we forgot the thing though that he before that one of the guys crashed into. The picture. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently that's was a concept art of Ralph McQuarrie's. Yes. Which whatever. Like <laughs> I, Well, I think it's cool because it's literally like I free sp- uh, Why are they randomly the- having a job of the hut? It's like Jabba, Bit Fortuna, Boba Fett's in the picture too. Is Boba like, Fett in the picture? Yeah, I screenshotted it. Or like, I I froze it, but yeah, Boba Fett's in the picture, and then like the monkey lizards in there. Like it's literally just the picture from Episode Six of like what it would look like inside. And I thought nah, I thought it was a stupid. I thought it was hilarious. I thought, I thought it was lame. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I don't know, but whatever. Um, I didn't mind it. But yes, yeah, so he crashes. He gets surrounded by the bike gang. And then Boba uses his jetpack for the first time that we don't even see, and he lands right there. Oh, that was so cool! And that then made me happy when he landed in front. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was kind of like I thought we were gonna see him use his jetpack for the first time. It was gonna be this cool scene, and it's just him landing. Well, but we don't see him like launch. Like maybe I don't know, that's stupid. I want to see him. I want to see a yeah, whole. Yeah, but we we might we might. He might well, now it's already ruined because we've already seen him. So. I think I it, it served his purpose though, because he got super scared once Boba landed. Like, it was pretty cool. I liked it. I just rewatched wow. it. It was sick. I liked okay. that part. But so once the mayor realizes he's been captured, he's like, "The mayor's working with the Pikes." Oh, like we never we didn't know that. Like, <laughs> oh. we knew the Pikes were a big deal going on. So, um, but I really like how. The episode ends with a Starliner coming in yes. with people coming off and a whole bunch of pikes come off. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like super cool. Like now that the pikes, they're taking over Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why Tatooine. Like why is Tatooine important to the pikes? Because there's nothing on Tatooine that's of value. And even the huts are like, this is a worthless place. And so, like, they we knew from last episode that they have, they're transporting spice. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean Tatooine has, has spice? No, because even in that one, they said, are you transferring spice from whatever that planet is? Like, he, Boba even asked them. And then well, like, they, they, they play dumb. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, we took out from. I, I don't think Tatooine has spice, though. Well, that's why it would be a crazy thing. Like that's why but we're there. There is money where they're selling. 
So, like, maybe they're just there to sell spice and sell stuff. Like yeah, that, but you know? the Pikes are too big of a crime syndicate to go to a, such a low population of a planet. With, like, yeah, you're going to go to a booming area where they can not in the outer but, rim. And... I, I think the issue is now that the New Republic is, maybe they don't have as much control as they used to. And so, like, settling on Tatooine in the outer rim, they're able to hide out essentially more. And, like, maybe that's this some, like, if they own Tatooine, they can transport through Tatooine. And maybe it's just a, a way to transport. I don't know. I think there's something. And Jabba, like, he had a lot of say in the Outer Rim in general. You know, like, it wasn't. Right, he but... owned Tatooine, but it's not like that was it. Like, everyone feared the name Jabba the Hutt. So, like, if they take over where Jabba used to be, maybe the people will start feeling, fearing the name of the Pikes again, you know? Possibly. I just think there's something else going on. I just don't know what that is. Maybe they're working with Thrawn, yeah. and Thrawn's hiding out on Ooh. Tatooine. Thrawn and Ezra, they're hanging out on Tatooine a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka finds them there. Possibly. I don't know. Dave Filoni's episode's coming up, and you know that's going to be a good one. Definitely, but I don't know. I'm excited. So, like, yeah, like I said earlier, like, this episode was just good, not great, but I did say it's setting up a lot. And so now I think... yeah. I think it's really going to start moving a lot more fast with what's going on. And we only have four episodes left. So, and I'm guessing because now that he knows that the Pikes are taking over, I think this is when we're going to see from the trailer when he meets with all the leaders of like the Trandoshans and all the different people. So, I think next episode mm-hmm. we're going to see that and they're going to figure out what are we going to do about the Pikes taking over our planet basically mm-hmm. but i don't know people are speculating that they're working with crimson dawn i don't know i feel like that's a pretty intense story to give us in four episodes but i guess we don't know maybe maybe the pikes are there to get maul's body because maul was killed on tatooine true Trying to find him. They find his lightsaber buried under the sand. Stop. That'd be cool. You're giving me chills right now. And because it's all his body, like all decomposed stuff, it's just his metal legs in the ground with his lightsaber. (laughs) Damn. GG. (laughs) That's dark. But. It would be cool, though. Uh, I kind of wish. I don't think we will, but it would be cool if in the Obi-Wan we get to see him. Kill Maul, but no, it's not. It's not the same time. We're not. They're not gonna show the same scene I mean, twice. It's not. It's a completely different time. Different angle. No, they're not. It's not the same thing. I know. I know. Just, we won't. But how it is? When I win a five hundred million dollar Powerball, that's all I'm I'll, I'll make a live action remake of that scene. How about that? Perfect. Thank you. That's all I'm asking. Okay. Yeah. So then. The episode technically ends with one of the gang members calling the eye guy, video, FaceTiming uh, Boba and saying, these are the pikes. I know what a pike, what they look like. And and 
Bo was like, looks like they're preparing for war. So mm. I'm expecting a big battle of some sort between Tuscans and Pikes. Yes. I think it's going to be sweet. I'm excited. I think, yeah, like you said, next episode is going to be the episode where we get the full on, like, all the other crime scene. Like, they all come together and be like, all right, how do we work with this? And Bobo won't be just him and seven guys now or whatever it is. Like, I'll have some more backup. So, Crimson Dawn, if, if Crimson Dawn is involved then we could see Kira. Which, people are speculating she might get her, her own show. Which, I don't want that. That's I, I don't really care, care for it either. I would rather... Like, if we did have her own show, it, we could get more Maul. If it take, picks up after Solo. If it picks up after Solo, yes. I want but, a Maul show. But That's what I would prefer. Like, give me a Maul show. Right. But also put it on Hulu so it's rated R. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One can dream. But, yeah. So that's, that's all I got for this breakdown of The Streets of Mas Espa, Chapter 3. Yes. So, rating, what did, what did you give it? Last week you gave it 10-10. The week before you gave it, I don't even want you to tell me what it was. I remember it was like or something Stop. but no, this is this is definitely I'll, I'll give it seven rancors out of ten how about that we're using rancors yeah i'm gonna go with the solid eight eight point two rancors throw a couple limbs in there i i liked limbs. it <laughs> i All thought right. it was good 7.5 from debut twist in the chat all right not bad still above average Cool, cool. All right, well, you know what that means. It's voicemail time. Well, do I even need to push the button now? Yes, or? you still do. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll pu- I, we'll push I, the button. Let's push the button. It's voicemail time. All right, voicemail time. So we have one voicemail mail that we'll play but we did get two um one was a private message oh. uh sent to us uh a gentleman from the uk oh. uh uh gave a a farewell to andrew and so oh. um we'll make we'll make sure that andrew gets that voicemail <clears throat> yes. but yes thank you for that message from the uk we love our international fans so true that's you're awesome out, you're outside of the united states Send us a voicemail. We want to hear those accents. True. So. Because they're beautiful and ours aren't. So. Well, it all depends. We're well, from the different. The United States is a, a plethora of accents. Well, so. we, we like Andrew's accent and we miss his accent. So, Andrew, we know you're listening. Let's hear the accent right. again. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, people from the South, send in your. Uh, <laughs> Your accent, your, uh, your voicemail, but yes. So thank, uh, thank you, uh, the gentleman from UK. Uh, but here's the one voicemail that we will play from Will. So I'll play that. Hey, Empire Radio, it's uh, Will I was, of course, from the Discord. 
if I if I didn't make that obvious already. But uh, <laughs> I was wondering, what is your all-time favorite video game? Ooh, that's a good question. That's so, it. All right. That's it. Well, simple, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Good question. Uh, well, I've said it a million times on the yeah, podcast. I was gonna say I, I know yours. My favorite video game of all time is The Last of Us, it's Part One. one. Um, it is just a very strong, emotional, story-driven game that will make you cry and stuff. Um, I do. I did enjoy the second game. Not a lot of people did, but I thought it was really good. So that's that's also probably my maybe my top. 10 also top Dang. five and then other games or shout outs like final fantasy 8 i remember playing that playstation one four discs is how long mm-hmm. that game was five final um, fantasy seven dude that was just as many discs. i never i've only played eight and ten. Oh, dude you gotta play and i know people say seven is like the best of all time but 100 percent. i'm fine um that's fair. <laughs> uh, on PlayStation 2, there was a game called Freedom Fighters. That was a Oh, that was game. a good one, yeah. I really enjoyed playing that game. Uh, and also, I loved playing those the original like Medal of Honor games back in the day. Jedi Fallen Order? Is that in your top five? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I have to, I have to really think about like how, what games. So you got... Last of Us 1 and 2, Freedom Fighters, that's in there 3, Final Fantasy 8. So if Fallen Order's in there, it would be 5th spot maybe. But Okay. No Battlefront? Or is it, are you oh, just... shit. What was Squadrons? Oh, I, got, I forgot what Squadrons. Oh, shush. <laughs> that was a terrible game. I can't believe you made me play that game. <laughs> oh, Lord. Go check right, out well, that breakdown. Yep. Well, yeah. Or don't because it was a terrible game. Well, that's basically but, the summary. <laughs> yeah. But Drew, what is your favorite game of all time? <sighs> that's so hard to pick. I really like Breath of the Wild. I really like that game. It's a really good game. Um, Probably, I'm going to say my favorite game, though, of all time, it's probably going to be Pokemon Red. I love that game. And what system was that for? Game Boy. Game Boy. Game Boy. Game Boy Color is when they redid it. Game Boy it. Color. So, yeah, I really, I mean, I love those Pokemon games as a kid. Those are pretty cool. So, my other favorite, I love the original Bounty Hunter game. Both 1 and 2, the original 2 were really good. Um, I actually do like Last of Us. I love the first one a lot. Did you play the second one? I played the second one for, like, three hours and i was like eh. oh so you're one of the guys that the twist that happens at the beginning of the game that everyone got pissed about you gave up yeah oh. yeah so i'm Dude. one of those guys but maybe I'll, re- I'll, I'll, re- I'll, i might go jump back into it at some it. point it's, it's a long game though like yeah i know that's, it's i don't really have time right now but maybe i think at some point when my kids like four i think five. the first the first game was like i don't know, like a 15 hour game Dude. I think I, this game. I put way more time in that than that too. I, I think I this game, or the second game, took me like maybe like thirty-five to forty hours. 
to play. Now I'm what when I play games, I'm I I'm very cautious. I, I go slow and I go through every room and nook and cranny to get all the supplies. But it is a really long game. Like despite that, like it is a long game. So yeah, I want to finish Jedi Fallen Order. I've never finished that. What game. really? Yeah. I've just, I just. Well, you better hurry up because their rumors are they're going to announce the second one in the coming months. So yeah, they'll announce it. It'll take four years to come out. So I, I think I have time. Um. And then, I'm trying to think. As a kid, I really liked Banjo Kazooie. That game was really cool as a kid. Never, on never played it. Nintendo sixty four. I never had a Nintendo sixty four, so I never really played any of those oh. games. Um, another honorable mention would be Mario Kart Double Dash, GameCube, best Mario Kart I think. Uh, trying to think. Right now, I I I like uh, Left for Dead. I think that's definitely in my top five too. And then also, did you ever play Red Dead Redemption? Those games no. are fire. You should play those. You would like them. I mean, I I do like. Open world games. Yeah. I know. I know. To be a choice, I need to finish Fallen Order. I just suck at that style of gameplay. Let's put it on super. Let's put it on easy then. I just did, and I still suck what? at it. I'm I think, so bad at that. Style. I think I accidentally put that game on hard. You did because I remember watching you play it when it first came out. Remember that? Yeah. So like, I thought I I usually put games on medium. To beat it, and then if you want to go back, you'll... Yeah, this, but, like, I put it on hard, and I didn't realize till like, or halfway through the game that I had it on hard the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to get the story of that game, but the whole, like, building concept, it's not for me. I don't... I'm a, like, mostly a first-person shooter kind of person, so, like... Third-person is way better than first-person. I do like third-person. Some games are really good third-person, but... Anyways, yeah... Those are like my favorite games growing up, and what did I even say was my? F- oh, yeah, Pokemon. Can't can't yeah. go wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Keep sending in those voicemails, though. Yeah, we, we love, love our voicemails. Our voicemails. So and and now shy. that yeah, now that we're just two people, our episodes are a lot shorter. So True. if you want longer episodes. Less uh, arguing. So. Less arguing. So send in more voicemails so we can have longer voicemail sessions. Correct. If you, if that's what the fans want. True. We can't, we well, can't do it unless you send in the voicemails. So. True. If you've never sent in a voicemail, when you're listening right now, pause mm-hmm. or well, we're almost done, so you can just end the ep- finish the episode. But either way, go go send us a voicemail. Just do, just do it. Like just do it. It, it just takes a minute. The max of a minute. So just, well, how about this? We'll tell you how. You know how you can send us a voicemail? Go to links.co slash Empire Radio, where all of our social media is. There's a link right there you can click on to send a voicemail, and it'll bring you right there. You can send up to a minute-long message. Just, just send whatever. And if you want to do more than a minute long, send in multiple. Just, you know, send in one voicemail, then send another one to finish it. That's fine. Right. And if, if you if you just don't even know what to ask, just say, hey, love the hello podcast. There. Keep it hello up. Hello there. Just say hello there. It's like, mm-hmm. that's all you got to do. And we'll say General Kenobi, and then it'll be fun. We'll laugh. Like, And I'll say Dex. And, yeah. No. 
but yeah, so yeah, so any of our social media, join us on Discord, go to links.co slash Empire Radio. Um, you can, you know, Discord, it's a banger, like we used to say. It's a banger. So yes, it's a banger. We had some new people join this week, so that's always fun. So join Shout Discord. Out to you. Uh, who was it? It was I killed Mufasa is the username. Oh, sad. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe not shout out to you. <laughs> so shout out to him or her. I don't know who I don't, it is. I but... don't know if I support that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes. Also, don't forget to check out uh, needlesslynerdy.com. We're part of that uh, podcast network. So go join. Go get them. Go listen to them. They're great. Yes. Um, and if you have your own podcast that's nerdy like this could be anything nerdy you can submit an application and you can join the network as well Mm -hmm. if if you fit the qualifications but sure be even better to get a larger audience yes and if you're watching this on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button yeah we love to see it and leave a comment down below what you your thoughts on this episode so and if you're listening just Send us a voicemail side. But and um, also go like us on YouTube. Uh, true. <laughs> Follow us on yes. YouTube. Also, yeah, a lot of you listeners, we love to see that you guys listen and we are podcast first, but feel free to come come look at our faces on YouTube or yeah. on Twitch, twitch.tv slash empire radio too. And speaking of YouTube stuff, so Ooh. if you are following us on Instagram over the weekend, mm-hmm. I posted a special video. You see that, Drew? Yes, I think I you did. liked it. Yeah, so I, I saw it. This is a little, little, little side shout out, but uh, Instagram profile called Cinemakery like this, and mm-hmm. she is a baker who makes movie and TV based ideas and themes to make baked goods, and she's it's amazing. And I saw her, I'm like, I'm gonna challenge this this person to a bake-off because i do my baking i do coruscant cafe on youtube and so i challenged her to a baking competition and she accepted and we've been emailing so in we don't know exactly when but next month or something we're gonna have some cool star wars themed baking collab and so so be sure to look out for that but that's gonna be that's gonna be on youtube and instagram so if you're not following those you're not gonna see them so true it's gonna be great content, so make sure you go over there. Go yeah. support us over there on Instagram as well. But yeah, yeah. Anything else, Drew? Nope. I'm excited for next week. I I think it's gonna be dope. I want to see that Rancor eat someone though. So if we don't see that by the end of this season, I might be <laughs> sad. Uh. So. Do you think yeah. the mayor's gonna get eaten? Oh, that would be dope. You think that's gonna or, happen? No, no. The guy. I don't care. Or, or the, no, the, no, no. the the assistant. The assistant, let's feed think him. think he's going to eaten? Let's do it. Yep. Do it. Dude, but cool. It's Boba hires Black Cassantin to hunt the mayor. That'd be fun. That would be sick. That'd be dope. But anyways. Yeah, right. that's it. No, really. Well. All right. Well, you've been listening to another amazing episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew, and may the force be with you. Always.
the Needlessly Nerdy Podcast Network, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com. 